I, I guess go? I can leave it on. Yeah, man. I mean, we're going. <laughs> oh, shit. We're, we're, we're here. We're here. Hey, guys. Um, welcome back. And uh, as you can see, we have uh, some new toys. And by we have some new toys, I mean Matt has hey. toys. And we are just recently getting to see what they look like. Yeah. So, um, welcome back. Yeah. Seymour Matthew. That's what they call it. I, don't, I have no joke for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's it. That's Good thumbs. Nope. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So... It's been two weeks since we've seen you, Matt. Two weeks. And, uh, you know, a lot has gone down in the lives of us. And by that, I mean, not really much. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm very, very hyperbolic all the time when I'm talking. Um, but uh, usually we uh, we like to give a little weekly update. Yeah. Um, I go for myself. Uh, I had some very lovely people at work today. Uh, well, not today, this week. Um, my highlight of the week was this guy came in and he says to me, Hey, do you guys do walk-ins? You know, versus a reservation? Yes, of course. And then I told him it was going to be like 20 minutes of a wait. And he's like, I thought you do walk-ins. I'm like, yeah, everyone walked in. And then the three of us that were standing there just stone-faced looked at him until he got uncomfortable and walked away. What kind of dumbass is this? Yo. Like, some people that I talk to, I'm like... This is too much. Like <laughs> it's, it's crazy because like you're willing to ask a question that you don't even know what like you're asking. Like if you're informed enough to be like, hey, do you do walk-ins as well as takeout? You'd be like, okay, so that means I'm not making a reservation, so I might have to wait. You don't even know that part. <laughs> well, it, it's almost like that game you play when you're a kid and you're like learning just how to do school, and they're like, what's the opposite <laughs> of blue? And you're like, I don't know, red. What's the opposite of straight? crooked i don't know like what angles you know what the words are but i'm like some people just like i guess they're just like understanding of certain things it's like what's the opposite they have a different understanding of the word yeah. meaning that their opposite is not the same clearly when he thought walk in he thought that it was just table ready no. yeah just a completely yeah. different meaning he's trying yeah. to get used to going outside again he's like i don't remember how these restaurants work can i just sit down yeah honestly yeah restaurant life is pretty brutal but hopefully it gets better um Kyle, you got a lot of kids. Too many. No, just <laughs> enough. Just enough. Yeah, they, they just do regular shit again, but uh, we found out Noah is in the 95th percentile for height and weight. She's ginormous. We got a monster baby, the Hulk, but uh, nice. she's she doesn't she basically looks like she's not gonna crawl. She doesn't give a fuck about crawling. <laughs> she wants to walk. Cause like I'll pick her up and she'll like do the little steps and then try and fall on her face. She doesn't understand it, but uh yeah, we call her chompers. Nice. She eats everything. Nice. It doesn't doesn't matter if it's plastic. Like I'm pretty. She, <laughs> she ripped a baby plastic. You're your first. <laughs> she ripped a Barbie's head off. Oh bit boy. Bit a Barbie's head off. Like she's a monster. Like do you oh, ever man. see a series of unfortunate events? Yeah. Like Jim Carrey. I don't, I don't know what the first one was, but uh, yeah, that little baby. That's that's what Noah does. <laughs> Jeez. That's the younger one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think usually the younger one always ends up learning things quicker. Oh, yeah. It's like they see the siblings, like, oh, shit, I can, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck crawling. Basically. Like, why would I want to do this crawl? Like, Brooklyn will once in a while, she just crawled to make me do it because I don't yeah. like to do it. But other than that, she just runs everywhere. So I was like, why the fuck would I go slow? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Hilarious. My sister's kid was like that. We called him, we called him Baby Zilla at the oh, time. Because yeah. he also, he was just, he's just a beast. Like, he didn't crawl either. He was mm -hmm. running. And this kid, nice. like, I had a feeling the moment he was able to play football, he was going to be a monster. And 
as of now, I mean, he's not that old yet, but yeah. as of late, he's he's been pretty good. So <laughs> he looked like a power lifter at the age of two. He's <laughs> <laughs> been big. Yes. Nice, nice. So That's funny. Gone. What's been going on with you, Matt? Oh man, uh, <laughs> working on a lot of yeah, just just side hustles. But uh, man, okay. So my apartment, I have recently. So this started maybe about a week ago. Actually, it's been going on for a couple of months, but finally about a week ago, I just heard someone off in the distance just started screaming, like screaming. This man is screaming at his wife. So I'm like, okay, yo, like what's going on here? So just like turn things down a little bit so you can yeah. hear what's going on. It's about to be first 48 or what oh, are we doing? Oh no. This guy was screaming about me. So, and like, <laughs> yes, okay. yeah. So like, Bearded it's in the room next door. <laughs> no, like the, the, from like, I've been doing some investigating here. Cause it's like, it's messing with me. So it can't, there's no way it can be a someone underneath me, but I think it's like underneath and to the side, like that angle department. But they are just talking about everything that I do during the day. And he's like, he, he's up in the morning and then he's, he, he doesn't stop moving until the nighttime. Because like <laughs> our freaking, like I'm paraphrasing. But um, <laughs> the apartments, the walls are like paper thin. And I only oh, have just, no. like I've, I've had a feeling for a while, but I've only just really found out. Because this guy was screaming for an entire evening. I wake up in the morning, I get out of bed and I start making coffee, just get my day started. And instantly right again, just every fucking day. Every day. There just, he goes. He yeah, woke up again. Yeah, like it, it, literally that kind of stuff. It was. It actually started getting like overwhelming. Like I'm just listening to this guy yell at me through walls, but to his wife. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this went on for three full days, like three days of just yelling in the evening and then yelling in the morning and then yelling in the evening, and it was actually very crazy to the point where I can hear my neighbors next door then going. This guy doesn't realize that he's yelling that someone's being too loud, but he's the one being too loud. And I can like now I'm hearing other neighbors yeah. comment on it, and uh, it, yeah, it's uh, it it got very very strange to the point where now to like keep me sane, I just keep headphones in when I'm at home, and uh, I just try and drown it all out. Because every once in a while, I'll, I'll legitimately take my headphones on and are off, and I can just hear someone off in the distance yelling, and I can only assume that it's now always it's about me. Like, I don't know if it is, maybe he just hates his life, but <laughs> as far as he's concerned, I am the root of all of his problems right now, yeah. and it's, uh, That's it's been really projecting. weird. That's somebody yeah. projecting, it's yeah. pretty hard. It's, uh, it's been really weird, so I'm like, tiptoeing through my apartment like legitimately <laughs> tiptoeing because i'm like i don't want to get this guy all pissed off like what if i have to meet him at the dumpster <laughs> throwing out garbage and he recognizes my footsteps <laughs> but i'm just like imagining like this like little like honeycomb of people like you know when you see like that that exterior view of the apartment living it's like yeah. everyone's just here and it's like just sitting there with a um, yeah and Mash is sitting here like anxious as fuck in the middle like why is everyone talking about me? yeah yeah so now it's to the point where it's like okay is like is all of this happening or is part of it in my head because i'm just like so yeah. anxiety ridden where it's like okay maybe i'm just making a part of it i don't know anymore but there's this one guy for sure who just I have destroyed his life. Yeah. Like, what did did you hear anything in particular that made you know it was you, or are you kind of like? Yeah. So it? there was like, there was three or four specific examples where I kind of was able to tie it all together. Um, but there was one where I could like I, I could just hear them. Like, this was actually the first night, so I could hear them kind of yelling, and I'm like. Man, I swear that's like about me. It's, it's been weird. Mm -hmm. um, so then I go out, I get some food, and I come back. And uh, instantly, as soon as I close the door, I hear, there he goes again. And it's like, 
oh, what the hell? And I was like, okay, no, I think this is about me. So I put my food down, and this is like, I just walked in my door. So I put my food down and I walk across like my living room, which is in like the center of the apartment. I walk across into my room and I instantly hear, oh yeah, bitter batter, bitter batter, yeah, he's walking around again. And it was like, it was, it was very, very, uh, I don't even know the word. Like, it was just like, it was very real where it's like, oh my God. Like, like this is, that's bullshit. Like, it was, it's actually, it's actually yeah. fucked. What do you yeah. mean you can't walk around my house, bitch? Shut your mouth up. Yeah, like, it's, uh, <laughs> what? It's, so now I've been like mentally battling with myself of like, well, realistically, who gives a shit? Like, I pay rent here. Like, I'm living here. Yeah. It's not like I'm squatting or like, it's just, I'm, I'm imposing on someone, but like, I live here. But at the same time, there's someone out there who fucking hates me. <laughs> you just sit there like waiting till like they take a shit. You're like, oh, Karen's taking a shit again. <laughs> yeah, basically it's like yelling back at them, make them uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, it's it's weird. And I, I I'm only assuming that it's just a miserable person, and because he happens to be below me, he can hear more. Because yeah. like, I'm sitting in my apartment. I'm like, I can't hear anyone else ever. Like, is everyone else just super quiet or just never home or? Yeah, I, I don't know. It, but it could be the ventilation system. Because I know at my house in the basement, there's certain rooms if you're standing, you could whisper and they'll hear it as if you're right beside them in the in their bedroom. Yeah, I, I, th- so I it's think it's the acoustics of the so house. Gross. Yeah, put together <laughs> with just how terribly it was constructed. Yeah, it's uh, it's been it's been messing with me though. It's it's been very uneasy living at my house lately. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part is like if you weren't a good person, it wouldn't affect you in any way. But because you're like, I don't really want people to hate me, even if they don't know me and I don't know them, I don't want them to hate me as a like an identity. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's. It's, it's a it's a weird thing trying to deal with because I'm uh, I'm just I'm really not sure what to do about it. It's uh it's it's messing with me. <laughs> I mean, you last week you had your you had your man with you, your boy. I, I mean, I should have said your whoa, son. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's <laughs> clarify that. Let's clarify that. My man. I got other. You got your oh, man. Got his man's over again. <laughs> you and your man's always. Why <laughs> said it like that? <laughs> You had your son over. Me and my child, yes, yes, okay. <laughs> Did that take away from you, dude? Um, yeah, I don't... This is not it. Um, I, I don't know. It's... Like, were you able to focus on, like, hanging out with him, or are you still, like, thinking about Buddy next Oh, no, yeah, I was, I was thinking about him all the time. Like, it's, it's, like, it's that on my mind. amplify that, it for me. It's like, really if, weird, because now my son is, like... He's a well-behaved but four-year-old boy. Like sometimes he jumps and like or like throw shit. Yeah, like he doesn't really throw anything. But like, wow. he'll, like he'll like a car will be on the ground and he just does a little hop over it. And now I'm like, oh, don't don't do that, man. Don't do that. Someone's gonna yell at me. <laughs> and it's it's it's. it's it's really messing with my mental health. See, it's, the it's rage weird. that builds up inside of me is I'd react very differently because once my kid <laughs> was there and if I heard somebody like, oh, the fucking guy jumped over it. I, that's I can't even I can't even contain that anymore. It's like yeah. okay, I'm not self conscious at all about you. Now I want you to die. Like I, I want you out. Yeah, I think uh, there's like there's a different scenarios going on from like when my son is home versus when he's not home. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when he's not home, it's just me by myself, and my apartment's relatively quiet except for like that's when I'm actually working. So I'm like yeah. running around and I'm moving around in the apartment the whole day. Versus when my son's there, we wake up, we have some breakfast, watch a bit of morning cartoons, and then we'll like either go out for the day or we'll just kind of do an activity. Yeah. So it's a little bit different. So it's like, even if we stay home all day, it's like laughter every once in a while or like little things, but it's not us just 
constantly moving around like ants, I yeah. guess, basically. And I think that's what's really driving him crazy. And then I think my office, which I just don't really use when he's home, there's something going on with my office where it just the sound in there is specifically amplified. <laughs> so you should like, you should leave soothing music playing in that office at yeah. all times. No, okay. <laughs> maybe that'll help. I love how that's where your brain went. My brain went. Yo, just leave porn on your computer and like go out for the day and just let them listen to it. Yeah, on max no, I seriously. <laughs> what I want to happen. Basically, I should do that. <laughs> turn on Metallica. Turn on some death metal. Do like, Ten Man. And then um, you do the little little walks. Does porn have auto autoplay? I've never used that. Before. Make your own playlist. Oh, no. <laughs> like YouTube just has like next suggested. That's an all song shuffle. <laughs> oh god. Um, no. So like, I I want someone to confront me outside. Like, I want to find out who's yelling so that I can let them know. Like, hey, I'm actually going out of my way to be as quiet as I possibly yeah. can. So maybe I'm just gonna spend a week just not being quiet and just like walking with my heels for freaking yeah. once and uh, just let them do realize you, how bad I can strata? actually be without even trying. Um, I, man, I don't, I don't know. I just I, ran. I don't know anything about <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Because that'll yeah. tell you if you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think I have a strata fee. I think no. you're, if, if, if you're renting, then it's your owner's gonna pay the strata fee. Yeah, I, would, I, I think something well, like that. Well, depending because... on the agreement, I guess it's, it's goes both ways sometimes I guess I don't know yeah I, I don't know <laughs> so I recently I met the guy that's like right underneath me and he's just some old dude and I'm waiting until I see him again so I can at least talk to him because yeah. he's for sure underneath me so it's like hey man like be honest with me <laughs> like how loud am I throughout the day yeah. and I need to find out I need to get to the bottom of like is Are everything I do yeah like is everything I do super loud and everyone actually has to listen to me all day <laughs> and I'm just like this asshole in the apartment or is this guy just miserable and he hates his life oh so boy. it's you, yeah, that's... you may be loud but he definitely is miserable <laughs> yeah because there's nothing yeah. that could make me yell at my wife about somebody else all day yeah <laughs> without having a shit time I feel like in certain scenarios too there's a certain level like I know that this happens in through my life at various work environments or whatever where like there's a certain circumstance that you can't control yeah you either just shut up and stop complaining about it yeah and just live with it or you just be miserable it's like what are you gonna do like you oh you hate your boss you can get a new job and you can shut up because the same boss <laughs> every day like what do you want me to do about it like, yeah yeah <laughs> you don't have to work here like in that scenario it's like what are you gonna do like yeah. You can hear everybody's apartment shit. Like it's very yeah, thin you're, walls. You're in an apartment. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah, it's you're just that's just a different somebody. life. So I'm assuming that this guy has just it's a culture shock to him. Like this is my first apartment, but I was going in there fully assuming that people were gonna be much louder. Like when I first moved in, there was like just a huge five hundred pound guy that lived above me. He ended up moving <laughs> out quickly after, but it was like he listened to loud movies every single night, and then every once in a while he would leave his dog at home and it would just bark, and it was just this tiny dog, so you just kind of hear this like, every half an hour, and it's just, oh, that's lovely. I just assumed, I was like, wow, no, this kind of sucks, but this is apartment life, yeah, this and is, I guess I have to deal with that. This is why people so, eventually buy townhouses and houses yeah, to so avoid this, but. This, uh, this guy is just in a whole other division of like, being miserable and not wanting it to have to deal with anything. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so funny story. Um, the other day I was getting out of bed and I think I got like a message, like some some of my coworkers we like send memes to each other, and so I'm literally getting out of bed and like 
I'm relatively naked when I wake up. <laughs> so getting in bed, I saw a message or whatever. I like opened it and then I just like, I thought I closed my phone. I didn't. In fact, I hit something much, much worse. Oh, I no. hit FaceTime. Hey. And so Uh-oh. my naked ass is walking to the bathroom <laughs> and all I hear is, what the fuck is this? And I'm just like, <laughs> fortunately, I was able to like, Somehow just get, honestly, just get lucky. I didn't do anything to avoid yeah. being seen. I just happened to not, and I was able to turn it off before it got bad. But, like, I was naked walking to the bathroom, <laughs> going to take a piss, like, and wow, I FaceTimed no. a female that I work with. Wow. That could have gone so bad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> everything <laughs> negative possible that you could do is happening I in mean, that moment. At least it's not like... what it looks like. I swear it's not what it looks like. What the oh, fuck? It's, it's, not, uh, it's not somebody in a higher position FaceTiming <laughs> naked a woman that works for you as, that has to work for tips. Yeah, so uh, fortunately, it didn't happen. Yeah. Everything was good. <laughs> She's like, she. I think she, all she saw was like the roof of the bathroom for like a second, and I turned it off. But I'm just sitting there. I'm like, I, my heart was racing. I was oh, just sitting there. Man. I was like, I was so stressed because like, yeah, we're cool. But there's still a line, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're still like, like, chill. <laughs> I don't know anybody that you that I know like, that I have in my entire life that I could just out of nowhere FaceTime and then be comfortable with that like yeah. that's a what warning thing for, like hey like what are you doing right now can I FaceTime you <laughs> it's not like a text that's a where really good you're point. okay just randomly FaceTiming somebody is like hey like, yeah. it's like it's almost more uncomfortable than like a phone call because a phone call it's like hey whereas this is like hey yeah, yeah I'm yeah. here I <laughs> up, I what are you do doing why does it look like shit behind you <laughs> Well, I just woke up today. <laughs> Thought yeah. I'd FaceTime you. <laughs> yeah, going to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> yeah, so that was pretty suspect. But, wow. Um, but you know what? I get lucky quite often, and yeah. I have to be very grateful and humble in these moments because eventually I'm going to take an L, and I just have to accept it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> these moments of getting really lucky. I had a couple other things. Like the other day, I like dropped my phone in like a parking lot at night, and I left the place after like five minutes and then my phone's just like on the ground intact and i just like no one stole this wow it didn't get run over yeah. nice nice i was like how did that happen and how I did like, i survive this right like i'm just like man dustin pay more attention fuck bro <laughs> like, what are you doing just dropping shit everywhere i don't think there's anywhere i've been in the last five five to ten years that i left my phone if i was going to be there for five minutes if I'm going to be waiting in line somewhere for five minutes, there's no way that I'm like, oh, I'm just going to observe the guests here. I'm looking at my phone. Yeah. So the fact that you even sat there for five minutes and didn't realize your phone was gone is incredible. <laughs> um, so I also I wanted to tell you guys about this movie. Um, okay. This is Dustin's Not So Weekly Weekly Movie Review. <laughs> okay. Um, and I haven't actually watched the movie. I've just watched <laughs> enough on it to okay. like, know what it's about. All right, yeah. So, i tell you about this thing I don't know about. This is a movie that came out in the last like year or so. It's called Run, Hide, Fight. You ever heard of it? Ring any bells? Mm-hmm. No, no. So, no bells. I gotta... Nobody's watched this movie. Let's do a review. <laughs> so, it's about a school shooting. Oh, this is going to be great. Okay. So, naturally, you're like, oh, 
sense of subject. So like a, a regular day in school? <laughs> Are they well, like, like every day now? We've all seen the news. We've all seen yeah. what looks like Sandy Hook, bowling, you know, bowling for Columbine came out like probably like 20 years ago at this point or something. I don't remember when that happened. But it's been yeah. a while now. It's yeah. a long time. Yeah. And that movie was so in-depth about like what happened and mm. like even camera footage that we all kind of have that image in our head of the grainy kid in the black walking in with the guns. Like, we yeah. have that really fucked up image in our head, and we're not even American. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can only imagine how much fear and, you know, anxiety this subject brings to people that live in this country. That, mm-hmm. you know, I googled school shootings one time. America has its own page of, like, like yeah. you know, like you know, it's tons a year. It's like, it's there. like, which month are we talking about is yeah. what they're at. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of, like, the world has one page together. Mm. So like it's a lot. It's, it's a, a, it's a difference. big difference, right? Yeah. Now, the, you know, part of the subject that I want to get on in a bit is like if this is even something we should be making movies about. But the reason why I want to talk about this movie is this movie is not just a movie about a school shooting. Because like there was even this TV show called The OA. I don't know if any of you have seen I've it. I've heard of it. Okay. Yeah. okay. Very end, some kid pulls a gun in a school, and it's it's a weird show, but. It, at least it was like one kid walking to school, whatever. Yeah. So this movie is a bunch of kids. There's like five kids working together, which statistically is not normal. There's not usually like five kids. They have like all of these random stereotypes, like the fat kid, the shy kid, the kid with disabilities, and then randomly the gay couple. And you're like, that's also not the people that are usually shooting up schools, but okay. Well, they, they had just the perfect demographic. They, they were finding the quota. <laughs> like, how yeah. many people can be disenfranchised all in one the movie? The breakfast club of yeah. school shootings. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, typically the way, you know, school shooting goes, statistically speaking, person comes in, they do what they're going to do, and then within about, you know, on average, like five to f- ten minutes... It's probably over already. Either they've been killed by somebody or they've killed themselves. Those yeah. are the statistics behind it. Now, these people just hold the whole school hostage and do weird shit that I'm like, did the director have a fantasy about this and then put it in the movie? Like, one of the guys, he's like the leader of the group, he like forces the hot Spanish teacher to just take her top off and show her tits to everybody. Like, hmm. what? That's what you're motivated by? Makes sense. What? Like re- realistically, if, the, if these are a bunch of people that they don't, they clearly don't have a lot of friends. They don't know people, and I'm assuming high school. They're in high school. So you're you're a horny kid that's never seen anybody. Now you have all the power in the world. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna start doing weird ass shit. Now I can understand that idea, but like. That is not something that happens in a school shooting. This is yeah, really that's, taking this yeah. this concept to another place. That's like the director just like, what's the perfect character motivation? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seeing titties. <laughs> like, yeah, that's right. what he wants to do. And like the energy of these characters, like too, like, you know, they're coming in like, gotcha, didn't see this coming, eh? Oh, like no. social change coming at you. And it's like, <laughs> what? Like this whole movie is just filled with weirdness. Now, we get to our protagonist, who's this girl. And um, she's basically, it's basically at this point forward, it's Die Hard. She's the main character. She was the girl that her dad taught her how to hunt, so she knows how to use a gun. Okay. So she, you know, is basically now running around, being stealthy, trying to save people and grab a gun so she can fight back because she knows how to shoot guns. And then you realize that this whole par- purpose of this movie is to push the political agenda that people shouldn't have guns in schools. That's oh, their whole point of this movie. Yeah. Is that if kids know how to have guns in schools, then they can stop school shooters. 
despite the statistics saying even if you know how to use a gun, you still could freak out and not do anything about it and run for your life. Yeah. But they're making this character to be, this is why we need guns in school. Give and I'm like, kids guns. So now I'm just sitting here, I'm like, well, you're just pushing a political agenda in this movie. You made a movie <laughs> yeah. to make your point. I'm like, you well, can't make your point based off a movie. You have to make your point based off real life. That's that's the thing, though, is that pretty much all points are based off of media and movies right now. So they, there's as much as there's going to be that one, there's going to be a movie that says the exact opposite, and people are going to have the, the opposite opinion. Like, see, this is why you can't have guns. Yeah. Can if you out. have something to say so. and you have... Like, you just turn it into a message where it's actually going to bring people yeah. in to try and watch it. And they're watching this whole movie, storyline, everything. Like, oh, yeah, that, I get their point of view. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, uh, having, that's a weird like, one. Saying for kids to be the ones with the guns? No. But, like, I could understand having somebody, somebody being, like, a security system. Because, like you said, this Spanish teacher is now having to take all this weird <laughs> shit. It's not something that should, would normally happen in that shooting. But it is an actual possibility because nobody can defend. Like you could, you can know how to defend yourself. You can know how to fight, but you can't fight a gun. If somebody has a gun on you and you don't have a gun, you're gonna lose that situation like ten times out of ten. So <laughs> if you have somebody that like in a school system, like a security guard or somebody that's like ex police, ex military, whatever, that's actually in charge of trying to keep people safe in that situation, maybe you can see that. Saying that. You should teach somebody how to hunt and get their rifle on their back to save school shootings. Not quite. That's not quite how it's gonna work well, out. There's. I feel like there's a huge difference between like, like going through the process of learning how to hunt and all of that versus just giving kids guns. Yeah, <laughs> like, right? If you it? just like give them their gun license, then they can just carry guns around and then they're just safe. Yeah. Like, that's that's. Uh, and that's an entire other world versus like this one girl who happened to like grow up with her dad like learning how to hunt. From what I understand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Like, the idea of teaching your kids self-defense, yeah, that'd be smart. Like, if, if every single kid in that school or whatever learned how to, like, defend themselves or whatever, including those shooters, they probably wouldn't have been shooters because they wouldn't, they wouldn't all be as fearful. I feel like if, if society as a whole took that step, I feel like things would be a lot yeah. different anyways. Um, that's like, always, that's we'd be paying a lot more attention to our kids and actually, like, teaching them proper lessons, not only no, just, like, the cool. hunting thing. Um, <laughs> So I feel like it, it, it'd be a lot different if we actually did that. <laughs> That's the hard part with any answer is that it, it takes everybody going in. But like, if you were to look at the numbers, at least 50% of people are too dumb to have kids and 40% of them have kids. So it, it's hard to really like say, oh yeah, like good parents, if they do this, it'll fix everything. Because there's so many idiots that are like, their kids are That's learning true. how to grow up on their own. <laughs> yeah. The parents aren't really there. So it's hard to hard to have a real answer for it yeah yeah there's other like wild things in it too like you guys have obviously gone to schools you've seen elementary schools you've driven past them you know usually when you look in a window you either can't see shit or you see one person because you know there's just walls 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 like yeah. it's not like a clear building mm -hmm. unless you're at like some fancy university yeah um there's like a scene where like her dad like grabs his sniper and like posts up on some hill and like all the police are outside but nobody stops his dad from just like sniping one of the guys inside and you're like what room were they in how did he see them and if he did perfect. like what angle did he have <laughs> like how did he differentiate that person from one of the other kids because now you're just like you know in the movie we can see him like sniping and then we can cut to they're in the room and you can hear everyone yelling and you can hear the witch guy's the bad guy but like all he sees is this, yeah. this little wobble, and he sees like 
people doing this. He has no idea what sound is coming. He just hears the breeze of that, like, of the air hitting his ear and, like, the sirens. He didn't hear shit. So He does not hear who's the killer. In the background, then, the story that you don't know about is every single day he's scoping out all the hills to all the schools, finding the perfect snipe zones, (laughs) studying every single kid. Like, I know all the people in there. Exactly. Picks out every single fat kid from the school. Like, that's the one. (laughs) He just, he knows that's the day. He's like, today's the day. (laughs) Billy's not usually hunching that much. He must be carrying something. (laughs) He also doesn't have science in fourth period. He has math, which means he should be on the other side of the building right now, but right now he's not in the right place. His, uh, level of extravagance with his hands leads me to believe that he's of a heightened emotional state, which means he must be stressed, as if he were about to kill a bunch of people. Oh, that's good motivation. Look at that, I'm basically a fucking... You could have wrote let's, let's make a behind-the-scenes movie of that movie <laughs> and just explain all of that. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like, it's the really off. weird side it's of that like, movie. you know how DVDs have like the commentary version where you just sit there, watch the movie, and just let the people that made it talk? Yeah. It's like, I didn't make the movie, but let me talk over your movie. <laughs> I got something to say. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally was like watching a movie. Anyway, like, me and my lady, we end up just like having to pause movies. So like, I know, like, we don't really talk about it, but I know if we're watching movies two hours, anticipate two and a half, two forty-five, because we I pause could, it a lot. I could not watch a TV show <laughs> with you. I couldn't. I like. You see, you don't even realize how much time is going by. Because it's not like, it, it, obviously it's lulls. My commentary <laughs> adds value. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> At least I miss so. You add value to the moment, but you devalue the, the screen time. Yeah. I found this out because I, I watch, like, we don't really watch that much TV, but Grace, we've been watching Grey's Anatomy for, like, 20 fucking years. Like, oh it's, God. like, yeah, the 20th you, season. You've been dating so, since high school. Of course, you've been watching fucking yeah. Grey's Anatomy. So we've been years. watching this forever, but, like, the episodes we were on, and there's certain people where I've grown, like I've kind of seen them for the last ten plus years. They, there's characters that I've kind of grown to to like and dislike, and so now what, when we get to this point, everything they do pisses me off. So like it'll happen, I'll be like, oh yeah, of course this person's gonna do that, and she's like, shut, shut, shut up. Just let me enjoy this. At the end, if you don't like it or whatever, you could talk whatever. Just let me enjoy it so that you're not ruining my moments with it. Right. Like, Fuck. That's fair enough, but like. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> I don't want to see you talk anymore. It's, it's so tough because, like, there's... I've watched a couple shows here and there um, where there's that one character that's unbearable. Like, I guess a good example is... So, um, there is... My lady's sister, she got us into... The, or wanted us to watch this anime with her. And I don't usually watch anime. But this one show, I thought... At least not in public. Yeah, it's not in public. <laughs> but, like, this one show that we started watching, I was like, oh, this, like, this seems good. And, like, I'm, like, on the last two episodes, I don't really know exactly how it ends. There's still, like, a touch of mystery remaining. Okay. Um, but, like, there's this one character that only yells. So, like... That's, like, typical anime. I know, but, like, I just... I almost can't handle him because every scene... You know, most of the characters, they'll talk, and then they'll yell, they'll talk, then they yell. Like, that's what I'm anticipating. But, like, at least it makes sense. But this guy's character, he's just always fucking yelling. And that gets to the point where I'm sitting there, I'm like, dude, shut up. I can't handle him. And I get so mad. And I find that there's a few shows I've watched where there's that one person that's like, everything you do, 
why are you in this group? Why have not all these people just kicked you out of this group and been like, fuck you, we hate you? Like, yeah, I feel like that's, it's like the exact opposite of a comic relief, where it's just that, like, <laughs> yeah. that yeah. one antagonizing character that just has to just make problems out of everything, or just <laughs> generally be annoying, or it's right. like, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. Let me get on with the story. I feel like they probably, they probably do that on purpose, because, like, uh, on, on the internet and, like, social media, all the algorithms are made to show you things that you hate because you're much more willing to talk about the things you don't like than the things you like. So if they made a movie that you like all the characters and everything, you'd be like, that was a good movie. <laughs> End of story. That's it. <laughs> but you have that one guy. Now you have somebody that everybody, like, oh yeah, fuck Doug. And everybody else is like, yeah, he always yells. He's in a room, <laughs> everybody's whispering, he yells, now they get caught. Like, right. you always have to have that one person that kind of brings everybody together. Because nobody, nobody gets brought together by love. Everybody gets brought together by hate. Yeah. You, if you have yeah, a common right. enemy, now you're going to talk. That's such a good way to bond, though. Like, I, I, I don't like the sentiment. Bond through hatred. I really dislike the sentiment. But, like, realistically, yeah. I feel like some of the best friendships I had, I, I made because we both just started bitching about something we didn't like. And then all yeah. of a sudden, it's like, wow, are we friends? That's pretty much <laughs> That's how okay, the world well, works. Hold on, what was this? Uh, what was this anime? Like, what was it called? Oh, I think it's Demon Slayer. I oh, think. okay. Yeah. It's actually it's actually kind of badass, but Demon Slayer it, sounds badass. It's pretty badass actually, but uh, <laughs> it, and it and anime is hilarious too. Like, it's just comedy to me because it'll be like somebody will be getting ready to do their like cool thing, whatever <laughs> that thing may be. And the, whoever it's like gonna happen to, there's at least five minutes of them acknowledging that they're about to do something cool. And they're like, "Ooh, what are they doing? Ooh, they're, <laughs> I see the hair on their on their back of their neck is raising. They must be getting ready to do something." And they just start like softly narrating internal all their monologues thoughts. and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, internal yeah. monologues just kill me sometimes. It's like, <laughs> you knew he was about to strike for ten minutes, bro, <laughs> and you still just stood there and took it. What? Nice. <laughs> and, and just like. It was cool. You had to give him his moment. Like, that's yeah. the logic. And I'm like, anime is pretty funny. I'm not, like, big in anime, but, like, every now and then when you find one that's not, like, really fucking cringe, mm. it's pretty Yeah, funny. I never really got into anime. Like, I a lot of Dragon Ball Z growing up. But uh, have you ever heard of uh, Afro Samurai? Yes. Have you watched it? Not in, like, okay. 20 years. <laughs> oh, man. I don't think it's... Is it 20 years? It was Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson is, like, the main you know, like, weird guy. At least Samuel L. Jackson. I think like maybe 10 years, years ago. Yeah, like high, yeah, actually, that's It could be point. anytime. Like, high school for us, I think. Man, I like that was just such a weird anime. I really enjoyed it. I think there was, like, maybe a handful of episodes ever made or something like that. But just this black dude with, like, a windswept afro that's just always smoking a joint just murders people. Right? <laughs> and that's, like, the whole premise. I think that's the thing with cartoons that always makes me laugh is I'm just so used to watching like, you know, kids cartoons or then like when we were growing up, the animes that we, you know, watch were Pokemon, Dragon Ball Z, obviously, I know you're a big DBZ fan, but like those aren't overly, like Dragon Ball Z is more graphic than Pokemon. Pokemon, there's like zero blood ever. Yeah. If, instead of blood, it's like tears or sweat that they use. Yeah. And like DBZ, like every now and then you'll get somebody will get like a hole punched through them, but like their insides is just like the color of their outside skin usually. Yeah. Or like there's some blood when they've been beat up a little bit, maybe their nose is bleeding and shit, but like... Yeah, I'm trying to remember how graphic it gets. I'm pretty sure I've seen like ripped limbs before. Yeah. Like, <laughs> limbs, but yeah, but, like, yeah, nothing like... They don't usually have like... like gory and stuff. Yeah, it's, like, it's a clean cut. They, when they rip the limb off, it's just, there's a limb here, yeah. there's, there's nothing yeah. in between. They're usually not like spurting blood everywhere, right? Yeah, like, yeah, That's 100%. usually like the line for Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. But like, even just like, like this, this cartoon, 
it's it's a little it's a little gory. Um, but I also I started watching another cartoon that was suggested to me, and this one's not anime. This is like regular you know superhero cartoon, kind of like Justice League. It's called Invincible, and it's basically someone else taking Justice League, giving everyone new coats of paint and new names, but it's the same people. There's a Superman-like guy, there's a Batman-like guy, Flash. Like, they're all there. You can just rehash you, that you, over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's, it's just a rehash of the Justice, Justice League. Justice League on a budget. Except, like, literally in the first episode, so it's not even a spoiler, you just watch the ep first episode and you'll figure this out. Like, the Superman guy, like, turns on the Justice League. I'm just gonna call them by their superheroes, their Superman names, because, like, <laughs> no one fucking cares what these guys are called. <laughs> It'll be easier to identify. Yeah. But, like, um... It's just so gory. Like, Superman turns on and he just kills the whole Justice League. Like, the Batman guy comes out throwing his shit at him. He just grabs him by the ankle and smashes his head so far into the ground <laughs> that this guy's head just blows up. He grabbed the Flash was like, get him. He finally catches the Flash by the face. And he just squeezes his head till his eyeballs pop out and his brain just turns to mush. And you're just like, whoa. Like, <laughs> yo. Because you're sitting here thinking, this is just a regular, well, it's not super regular but like this is a cartoon that i would watch when i was like you know 12 yeah. Would, yeah wouldn't have thought much of it yeah there's a couple things like the superman character came home and to his wife and his son and his wife's basically like hey let's go fuck and the kid's like why you always have to talk about sex around me like this is in the show this is in the show yeah. so i'm kind of like i was like mm, why <laughs> but whatever okay wow. so yeah. it's an adult cartoon yeah i was yeah. okay with because it was like early in the episodes i'm like all right it's an adult cartoon i get it but um okay so we're back from that emergency but anyways, um, so if I remember what I'm talking about, um, yeah, it's just like super gory and like mm -hmm. people just getting their heads just kicked in and stuff all the time. And I'm just like, I'm taken back sometimes because I'm just like, oh, it's just like a kid friendly, you know, it feels kid friendly. Yeah. And then they, yeah, they, they randomly talk about sex and you're like, okay, whatever. But then, yeah, like Superman, like he like just like pops the Flash's head, his eyeballs are squirting and I'm just like sitting there like whoa like i wasn't ready for that yeah. wow okay. and then all of a sudden i'm like okay i'm paying attention and then you know everyone's like oh my god i can't believe you just killed him I'm like no one freaking the fuck out that he just had his head popped like that was badass <laughs> and i'm like damn and then like you know next thing you know it's like everyone's fucking dead and i'm just like he like give this guy like one guy i don't even know what he is but he's just like almost a superman but not really and he just like give him like a two finger slash to the head and his head just fucking fell off and it's like and it's just like blood everywhere. Yeah. Well, and I'm it, like, it's kind of gangster. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like a lot of, uh, because of how, how popular like Mar Marvel is in DC, they've kind of honed in on the, the good guy kind of comics where you, you make it for every, everybody can watch them. going to go see the big blockbuster. Yeah. But all the other comics are kind of going the, the same way as, uh, have you seen the boys on Amazon? Yeah. So, I don't think so. So it's it's based off basically <laughs> Shows basically bad. <laughs> yeah. It's really aggressive. Bad superheroes. So basically, okay. superheroes are in like the the government says, oh, we're gonna pay the superheroes to protect the city, do everything. But the, all the superheroes are degenerates. They're yeah. like, they have like a club that they go to and they'll like fuck each other, like kill people, do whatever they want. Yeah. But, okay. but their public persona, the media says how great they are. It has so, to be celebrities, right? Because everyone wants yeah. to be like yeah. them. Yeah. Okay. It. I'm liking this. And, and basically, all they do is fuck shit up. Like, this spoiler alert, I guess the first episode, this guy, he's. But he's gonna be the main character, but he's sitting there talking to his girlfriend. She's kind of off the off the curb a little bit. They talking about how like they're gonna like get together, do all these things, and then just out of nowhere, she disintegrates. She explodes. Just blood guts all over him everywhere, and it's like, what the fuck just happened? And it turned out the guy that's one of the superheroes that's super fast. 
their he gets, flash. He <laughs> ran ran through her and disintegrated her, and then the government comes <laughs> comes in with a like saying like oh like he was on his way to a uh, accident so. He had to go really fast, and sorry about that. She should have been on the sidewalk. Here's a here's sixty grand as a settlement. Wow. To sorry, yeah, and yeah. then it, that's when it starts kind of exposing that they're all douchebags, and he right. wasn't actually doing anything. Yeah, he was running for fun. It, it's 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 a wild show. Like that's the first episode. You're like, holy shit! Yeah, it and starts then, off like holy, but like they kind of take that they take that energy of let's go to the max. Let's yeah, see yeah. like what's what would a superhero do in real life? Like everybody that's in power, like everybody thinks of them. They're thinking of like. The Bill Gates and them going to Epstein Island. They're doing this crazy shit that you wouldn't imagine any human being capable of doing. Yeah, now, if yeah. you had superhero abilities as well, right. they take it to that next level. Yeah, like why not at that point? <laughs> right, like, and like it, it goes further too. Like there's like the invisible guy, like known for like lurking in the girls' washroom and shit like that. Oh man, he's a pervert. Yeah, and then there's and in in the the main scene that you see it, the, the girls like. Hey, we know you're there. And he goes back visible and he just got his dick out. Like, you see his dick and, like, he just walks out of the bathroom as if it's no big deal. Like, the, their version of Aquaman. There's a new superhero that comes in. Their version of Aquaman's like, well, like, to be a part of the group, you kind of got to do your business. Like, we, we got to earn your stripes. And then... She, like, says, like, oh, like, she, like, met him for the first time. She's starstruck. She's like, oh, my God, like, you were my favorite, you know, Justice League member, right? And, uh... She's like, yeah, I had a poster of you on the wall. And he's like, all right. He's like, yeah, you just like whipped it out. And she's like, what the fuck? And yeah, he's like, he's like, well, if you don't, I'll like, I'll tell on you or whatever. <laughs> she's like, he's like trying to extort her. Yeah, but he's like, I thought it. you said you liked me. Like, and she's just like, way too far. Way wow, too far. Wow, hey. It shows I'm going to have to look into this. Yeah, it shows it's, crazy. It's, it's, it's very good. But like kind of to the point we're trying to make is that it's kind of the same thing with that other movie. It, it creates all these superheroes. You hate them. You, now, now you're talking about them more because they're they're pieces of shit. Like everybody likes Superman, everybody likes Batman. You you still talk to them because of nostalgia and just the storyline they have behind it. But to introduce somebody new and have people actually give a shit, there has to be a lot of bad people in it. Yeah. In, in in like in my opinion, when I look at stuff, like if you're watching a show full of good people, like all the doctor shows, there's always one or, one or two doctors that fuck up or an asshole or the. The cop shows like uh, Chicago PD. Yeah, well, it's, I feel it's like all based off bad. Cops. That's why I think that's why House did so good. Yeah, like, like doctor shows were just so popular. Then all of a sudden, this other show comes in where this guy's like a total piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he's always <laughs> like, right. Yeah, he's also like the best. But yeah. just you're kind of loving to hate him, kind of thing, right? Yeah. So it's just this, this spin on a, on a anti-heroes. Play-Doh. Yeah, he's like anti-heroes. There we go. Yeah, Deadpool went off, and he's like the poster boy for anti-heroes. Yeah, yeah. Or H- Hancock. That was another. Yeah. That, was, that yeah. was a while ago. Now, yeah. And Deadpool when it came out, like that was they didn't even want to fund it at first because they thought it wouldn't do well. And then it's yeah. like it was huge yeah. when yeah. it first came out. Yeah. So, yeah, it's you definitely got to create that, make it interesting. It's like what people always say, like you, if you're gonna rehash the same superheroes, like you can only think of so many powers. Like I, I, you know, I'm I'm a superhero movie nerd. Like I watch all those superhero things. I've seen pretty much everything at this point, and I'm yeah. like. You know, every now and then I'll see like, oh, a new power that I haven't seen someone have before. I'm like, interesting. New power means a new dynamic, new implications, like how they use that. There's yeah. you no know, the practicality behind it. Like, there's so many things that can make it interesting. But if it's just same, same and same, same, same is not good. Same, same is yeah. boring. Same, same, you got to make something different so that it's not the same, same. Because 
you need an interesting personality. You need, yeah. you know, character flaws. You need all these extra fucked up things to make them different than just, well, Bill does it, but he's normal. Like, <laughs> yeah. it sucks. And unfortunately, that's Superman right now. Like, that's why everything that's Superman, kind of lame, to be honest. Like, It's just been going on for so it's, long. It's boring, like, well, boring to have a guy that can yeah. beat everybody and just chooses not to. Like, that's the whole storyline. Yeah. Anytime <laughs> that he loses, because he chose to. Like, he could beat right? anybody at any time. And, and he chooses not to. And he's always taking the mor- the moral route. And then there's, like, a couple versions where, oh, you killed Lois, now I'm mad. But, like, it's just so shallow of ideas, usually, with Superman, I find. So it's like, yeah, some people might think he's such a great character, but I'm just like, he's fucking boring. Yeah, well, I feel like his character's been, like, developed for so many years. Like, each movie tries to add, like, a new... A dynamic to like who yeah. he is and they keep trying to like critique his storyline to the point where even though it's a fictional character we know so much about him now where it's like okay yeah you, there's right. only so much things you're gonna do yeah, for you, the rest you of your finished. life and you've, once, once yeah. you got to here you're finished there's no more so character with superman wasn't it like like his planet was blown up right and that's why he came so yeah. there needs to be like a whole other movie where this guy who was behind the attack on his planet comes in kills superman within like the first five minutes of the movie maybe in the first opening credits and then the whole movie is about him doing completely unrelated things and he just just flicks yeah. the whole superman thing out of the way and then he just is like this whole other dynamic to like superhero movies it's funny cool. you say that because that's almost like the side timeline to like the most recent like superhead oh no because <laughs> like course, that doesn't sir. happen it's not like that but it's like the guy responsible for the bill for the planet blowing up yeah is, yeah is usually general zod some it's, it's a character in okay. superman and he comes back and he wants to you know fight superman for whatever reason different motivations here and there <laughs> um but it usually just involves in some like city destroying battle between a superman and we'll call him also superman um and they have the same powers they do the same thing and they just wrestle and fight superman power like huh. and then uh eventually superman always wins and yeah so yeah, in a better movie, Zod kills him really quickly, and then yeah. and then you're like, nice. See what's going on. Now it's now it's time to pay attention. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because like, at that point, it's gonna be so polarizing. Everyone's gonna be like, yeah, you like, can't how... kill Superman, and everybody else is like, fuck, yeah, Superman's dead. We can do anything. Yeah. And like it kind of there's a there's a rule of ten. I heard it from I think Charlemagne the God. Rule of ten is if ten people watch something, three will like it, three will hate it, four won't give a fuck. So if you create something that people can like, love and hate, now you yeah. have six people. You're, you're doubling your audience just by having a that little bit extra. Yeah. So doing that would create a whole new subset cool, of people to watch. Cool spin on it. I, I, right? Damn, and, they, and then there. I guess they kind of did that with Captain America in the comics when he, there's a comic a couple of years ago, it came out <laughs> and a guy, a guy died and Captain America whispered, Hail Hydra. So basically he's saying that he turned to the other side and yeah, he's yeah. supposed to be the poster boy for the best guy. Okay. Yeah. So it kind of created a whole like, holy fuck, there's something brand new that nobody's even looked at. Yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. same idea. Right, yeah. And that's the thing, like finding some fresh take on something. Because like Captain America is basically the same level of boring as Superman. A little bit more interesting, but basically same thing. He's, you know, he's the moral leader. He's always yeah, doing yeah, his thing. That, yeah, he's always, he never gives up, right? Yeah. It's the same idea in a lot of ways. So to find a new take on it it definitely obviously that's why that was so popular mm-hmm. but like that's the thing like you gotta you gotta find a way to mix up these storylines because like you know there's there was this video series that came out like years ago probably back when i was in like high school or middle school it's like everything's a remix and just kind of talking about how 
everything is a remix, you know, There's rehashing no all stuff. these ideas. Just, and yeah. and he go, he's, you know, they're really good videos, but when you watch them, you kind of sit there, you know, leave, you finish watching it and you leave thinking, man, nothing's original. Mm-hmm. Everything is just yeah. a rehash. Like, yeah. you know, how do I watch anything if I think, oh, well, I'm watching this, but this is from this, 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 this movie. And then that movie's a remake of this, and you're like, well, it's it's the budgets, but because they they have to put so much money into it, they need to know it's gonna be a good movie. So yeah, like a like a movie like Superbad, it wasn't a high budget. It was funded <laughs> by certain people, not by a big big yeah. thing. So you get something that nobody else has, yeah, because you, nobody has to. They aren't putting out like a huge risk on that. You can really niche down yeah. on that kind of thing, right? It's 100%. your own personal project. Do you know, yeah, do you know it's amazing. Superbad has a, a remake already, and it's really good. Oh, what? Yeah, there's a girl version called Booksmart. It is Interesting. almost, like, shot for shot, almost the same. Like, it's different. Yeah. There's differences, but the main idea is very much the same. There's the fat, mouthy friend. Yeah. There's the skinnier, you know, more reserved, but still, you know, a little out there sometimes friend. Yeah. Um, it's the, they're just finishing high school. This is, like, their last hurrah they want to go out because they never go to parties. Oh, Everything's fucking crazy. They got that one really weird friend that they deal with on the side. Um, and then they just go and do all these things, try and get liquor, try and do all these things, try and hook up with that guy that they like at the party. It's the same thing. It's just two girls. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, like if you watch Superbad, you watch this, you can sit there and pick it apart for days of the parallels because yeah. it's so similar. But at the same time, it was, it's like, I guess Superbad was just so good for me that when I watched this, even though it was two girls that I might not necessarily relate to as much, it was so fucking funny. Still nice seeing a different Great take movie. on it kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's called Booksmart. I think you can find it on like Amazon Prime yeah, right I'm now. Yeah, I'm going to look into this. But then, like, yeah. it was really fucking funny. And I was like, I'm not even mad that it was rehashed because it's my favorite movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's 100% the only way that they're able to rehash it. Because like, you, can't, <laughs> well, you can't make Superbad in this time unless it's girls doing that. If yeah, was, well, that's like, it's such a common so theme right now. Like, there's so many movies that have been like blockbuster hits and they're just kind of remaking them into girl versions. Like, it, yeah. it, there's like uh, Ghostbusters. There, yeah, Ghostbusters. Like that was a. That I don't was, think that they was very good though. Yeah, they could have left that <laughs> just in the trophy case, kind of thing. That one, that they didn't need to take that one good, out. But yeah, same <laughs> idea. Yeah, so it's like I get it, but I feel like the the. The, uh, people want to watch those things because it was such a good movie before and it's like oh yeah what a cool take on it it's like do we really need to be doing these yeah, like, can't it, we come up with new stuff like I'm all for having women as lead roles that's not the issue it's like why are you taking iconic movies and just yeah. completely changing the dynamic just to like try and reapply to a different demographic it's like just leave that stuff alone come up with some new stuff yeah right? like um like you, the Shit, I lost it. I just had it, and it's gone. Uh, well, on to the next thing. <laughs> I, uh, I think the thing, too, that's funny is watching some of these older movies, and uh, the way that they portray subjects that are kind of more relevant now, mm-hmm. but they tried to, like, attack them, you know, almost 30 years ago. Like, there's this movie that came out in 1994, so that makes it 27 years old at this point, uh, called Karina Karina with Whoopi Goldberg. Oh. Um, and it's basically the story of this, uh, this guy, he's, um, his wife dies and he's alone with his daughter and um, they're trying to find like a nanny and they end up finding Karina who's uh, an African-American nanny um, that they hire and she connects with the daughter so well and she just like, they built such a good relationship with her that, but it's set in the 50s. So now it's like, 
they're falling into like this family dynamic that's really positive and even her and the husband are actually like really melt or sorry gelling but like he's with a black woman in the 50s mm -hmm. and it's just so funny because obviously it's a super relevant topic nowadays but i'm watching this movie and like they have a scene where like the the little girl she's like five or something and she's at um church uh she went to the, like the Karina's family church and she's doing choir so naturally it's her church in her neighborhood so they're all black there and uh she's been hearing what the white people have been saying in her side of the neighborhood yeah. and then going back to that side and she's like I'm an n-word lover and the kid's like hey you can't say that and she's like why and he's like I don't know and I'm just like I heard a five-year-old <laughs> say the n-word I was like irks <laughs> but like that's just a casual scene in the movie and I'm like well, it was 94, it's a different time, and they're portraying the 50s, which was a differenter time. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. It's, just, it's really strange to watch sometimes. Like, Couldn't get away with that in this day. You know, it's just... Which is... Which parents, is, who would approve their kid of saying that these but, days? But that's the thing, is that when it's in a movie, when it's, in, when it's art, it's supposed to be portraying the time. So even if you're not allowed to say something, if you, if you were to make a movie about the 50s and then have nobody say the N-word, and they just, they just say... Like how we say it, N word instead. Man, I don't know. It, it wouldn't have the same impact. This is like a cancel culture that we're in. Like it's yeah, like yeah. directors are afraid of making things that are too edgy, almost. Right? Where it's like we want to get as close as we can to the line, but no one dare cross it because you'll yeah. get canceled. Yeah. Basically, and so it's, it's that weird. ties into two subjects. One, going back to that movie I was talking about earlier, that run hide fight. The question that I kind of forgot to ask was what level of responsibility do we have of portraying these sensitive topics of, you know, what it was like in the slavery era, you know, in school shootings and even in other movies, like there's a movie I think it's called Eighth Grade, um, where there's like the girl's in a car and she's about to potentially get sexually assaulted. These things are really sensitive. Are we, is it, you know, something that we should push forward to depicting these in movies? to show what it's like and show how it might be perceived like you might not know what it's like for this eighth grade girl to be in the situation and you might feel it because you watch this movie or is it pushing a certain realm of glorifying a subject to desens desensitizing it and making it you know just something that's okay all of a sudden because like some of these subjects like a school shooting you don't want to teach kids how to do a school shooting that's mm -hmm. not a good thing obviously yeah so what level of you know responsibility do we have should these be in movies these you know, well, I subjects. feel like that goes back to like the difference between like a mass market movie where you're trying to make it good for everyone where some people are going to like it, some people are going to hate it versus like there are people out there who just don't care about that kind of stuff and they just want to make those kind of movies mm -hmm. and we're in what I would hope is a free country. So if someone wants to make that kind of thing, that's them in their creative element just making something, whether they're trying to say a message or whether they're trying to desensitize other people. Once that movie's done, their work is done. Now it's up to the rest of the people. If either a handful of people watch it and they hate it, throw it down, don't ever watch it again, then whatever, versus it actually starts picking up momentum and people start talking about it and it turns into a cause or anything. It's it's kind of out of the hands of the person who made it after that, where whatever reason they were making it for, it's their own personal reason. And the rest of the people, it's, it's kind of up to the, the public to decide on what those things are. Uh, what they actually mean in our day and age. It's a it's a weird thing though. It's, I, it's, people I, I are very. Agree with that. I think the I think the main thing is that you can talk about and you can do anything. Mm -hmm. If you make that that rapist the the pot the 
the lead character, the the good guy in the movie, then you're sending that message that you're talking about. But yeah, yeah, in, absolutely. In, in general, like with the run hide, yet again, a movie we have not watched, <laughs> but I imagine that these kids were looked at. They were they were. If it's a good movie, they're portrayed as the victims while they're in school. They've been picked on. They've had all this. They decide, fuck it, I've had enough. I'm going to show up with guns. Once they did that, that's when they became the villains. And mm-hmm. that show, it's not portraying, it's not really glorifying it because those guys aren't going to have a good rest of their life. Like, they, the one guy got shot by the best sniper in the world. They're, <laughs> they're, they're not going to have a good life at the end of this. So it's, it's not glorifying what they did. It's saying that there's, it's showing that there's a reason behind things. Yeah, that nobody yeah. goes into a school to shoot it because they had a good life. It's showing that there's stuff behind the scenes that in, that influences them. But once you make this decision, you no longer have any high ground to stand on. You are now the bad guy. All the things that happened to you, those people aren't blamed anymore because you did this. I guess the other element to consider too is that it's not necessarily the outcome that needs to be considered, but almost how that person feels in the moment of. Because you're right, there's no good outcome for these guys. Mm. But at the same time, in the moment of them having the power, they're enjoying that moment. Mm-hmm. And is that enough for the person in that state of mind that might consider doing that? Is that moment of thinking, well, I, it would feel really good to be in that position at that moment. Is that enough? Yeah. Well, it's definitely a conversation, well, I right? I feel like... It's, um, like, movies don't always have to be about, like, the bad guy versus the good guy. Mm -hmm. A lot of times it can be, like, okay, so the movie is the destination, but what the movie's about is the journey to that destination. So at the Mm -hmm. end of the day, that kid shot up the school. Terrible thing, but what was the journey that led him to doing that specific thing? And that's, whether it was good or bad, people are kind of interested in the steps it took for that person to get where they were, or where they now are, right? Right. So it's, uh... It could be, like, like no one would ever make a movie about, like, someone who's an actual bad guy and they're portraying them as a good guy and, like, a flip of, like, like this person is actually a piece of shit, but we just want to glorify how much of a piece of shit he is. And, like, that would just be, like, a gore movie that you'd yeah. see on the dark web, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, I feel like there's so many different dynamics to a movie where it's not always about what you think the movie's about. Or, like, you you can have, like, a bad rap for a movie having a really bad image to it of shooting up a school, but Mm -hmm. what's actually going to draw people in is, like, well, why did they do that? Or, like, what what was the message behind it and what was the journey, right? Yeah, and I guess with that as well, like, when you have a movie like that, we all have completely different outlooks of how we've looked at this movie, yet again, haven't watched it, (laughs) but the idea of what could be represented in this movie is completely seen differently because you immediately Mm -hmm. are looking at the journey, you're looking at the fact it's glorifying the I'm looking at the political motive. I'm like, "Mm, I hate it. (laughs) And I'm just looking at, like, when, when people shoot up schools, if you look at the background behind it, in their head, it completely makes sense. And so when you have a movie, if you don't portray that they have power in that situation, you're pretending that that's not real. And pretending things aren't real doesn't actually help the conversation. Saying that this person gets in that position, he finally has power, that's showing that this person has had such a bad life that he's never mm-hmm. had any situation like that. And we need to figure out as in, in the schooling, in as parents, as people, how to keep everybody at a base level where they don't get so low that the best thing that they could possibly do in their mindset is go shoot up a school. 
Yeah, and you can kind of see, like like you said, when that moment where he has a power, it is real, and that's really the only way you're going to understand why he did in the first place. Because you yeah, got to yeah. see that he did get at least what he was looking yeah. for by doing that. Yeah, there's a saying I recently heard where it's like, you have to name it to change it. And it's kind mm -hmm. of, it's not necessarily glorifying something, but it's putting that emphasis on like that person being in that powerful moment and yeah. you actually get to experience their like their thought process of how it all went and that's going to make you actually think like oh shit like there's actually people out there who are living in that kind of situation like mm -hmm. this is even if that movie may maybe it was kind of ridiculous maybe there was a sniper up in the hill <laughs> like <laughs> what are the chances of that but Thanks, you're Dad. still yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're still thinking of the idea of like wow there really is scenarios where something like that could transpire right. and uh it kind of opens up the window for opportunity to talk about it to other people and bring these situations up right yeah and um now that also connected to something that Kyle mentioned that he wanted to talk about is when people are talking about how sensitive to cancel culture we're getting, now we have situations like Joe Rogan, people want to cancel him because of his most recent comments. Did you hear about that one? No, Every I, comment he's ever made. Okay, well, but, yeah. he, he makes a lot of hot takes, but the most recent thing he said was um, he was basically saying that woke culture is going to push us in a direction where um, straight white men won't be able to say anything at all. Yeah, and a woke lot of culture is like... I would consider that almost toxic. It's just like, it's a whole other thing where there's so many levels to it, but it's just like, yo, man, you're just, you're a sheep. You're a sheep, man, and I'm woke. It's like, yeah. shut the fuck up. It's, <laughs> yeah, it, it's a combination. It's where, it's it's like anything. The extremes are crazy. I, yeah, and, there's but, polarization but of everything. The, the hardest part with, like, the idea of woke culture is that their idea is completely correct. Yeah. The, the idea of everybody being nice to each other, everybody not saying mean words to each other is correct. An awareness. But, but their definition just gets a little bit longer with every Yeah, new, well, new I have an issue of like, like bros who call themselves woke and then they'll go off and do coke every weekend or something like that. Where it's like, man, like, it, <laughs> what, are, what are you doing? And like, I don't know, just like a polarization of like who you think you are and how you perceive yourself out in the world and like you act in a certain way where it's like, oh yeah, I meditate and I'm like, I'm this spiritual person, but then you're still kind of a piece of shit inside yeah. and you're not even really aware of yourself, but you're aware of like the inner workings of the universe. So it's like this, this contrast of ideas of well, culture is like everything that's looking outwards, but we also forget that, well, we have to be good people, even though we right. act like good people. It's yeah. like, we have to actually be good. And well, a lot of it is is uh, context as well. Is that like if you if you have a sentence and you say one bad word in that sentence, if you don't listen to the rest of it, it sounds like it's probably a bad sentence. But like for instance, when you said earlier, you said uh, that the person was getting raped, and then at another point in the conversation, you said that it might be glorifying. If somebody were to make an article about that and say that it was rape dot dot dot, and that was glorifying. Now this looks like a it looks like you did something completely wrong and terrible, and you said something wrong. And if you put that out into Twitter, and a hundred thousand people retweet <laughs> it, they say this guy's a piece of shit. And then the yeah. next day you say, "Oh no, this is the full quote." Ten people will be like, "Oh, sorry." Right. So you, yeah. it's it's that's the hardest part with the internet is that it amplifies the negative yet again. Nobody gives a shit of if you said exactly what you said because mm -hmm. that's what you're supposed to say. Yeah. They only care if you said it the complete wrong way. Yeah, only yeah, very few people are going to see the apology or the correction or whatever. Yeah. And I think that's definitely a topic for like, you know, I guess the responsibility of journalists or anybody that's trying to make claims like that. Um, 
I think the other, yeah, kind of like what you're saying is about awareness. Like I find that it's almost parallel to how I find people's like, it's trendy to be outraged. Mm-hmm. And that's been something that's been going on for years. Like even as far back as like, you guys remember Coney 2012, Coney 2012 at this point is, you know, all I wow, think about I when I thought about that, the only thing I think about when I think of Coney is there was this joke that I saw from like months after the fact, or I guess the guy that made, he like started the movement, made the video. He was at some invisible children. That's what they called the, the program. He was at some like rally in like LA or something. He was just blitzed on the street. And I guess he just started like jerking off in public and he just like nutted on the road and like got arrested and shit. And everyone, wow. and everyone's just laughing. Cause like the program, program is called invisible children it's about saving children and then it's like so many invisible children died that night it was like it was just like i was like <clears throat> like it shook me to the core and i read that i'm like poetic I was, this is beautiful but then i'm like but what about coney yeah, like, and then you think about like all of those kids in school that were posting this. I'm like, yeah, a lot of things are going. A lot of things are going wrong in Rwanda right now. There's a lot of things going wrong in a lot of places, but you're not posting about those ones. Why are you only posting about Coney? He's not the only one out there killing children. But like, yeah. Girl, but this is the popular one. This is the one that everyone's like, you know, morality checking. It's like, are you posting Coney? Exactly. Posting yeah. Coney? Like, Labor of the like, week, and it's like, yeah. And, yeah. And, and that really happened a lot until eventually it was like 2013, and it was like, what happened to Coney? And oh, oh it's 2021 and we're still sitting here like yo coney where is he at like what's happening did coney die in 2012 we don't know i have no fucking clue and i don't think anyone does and all of those people that are posting coney 2012 they don't give a shit yeah they haven't thought about it in 10 years wow i forgot about that hey like Mm -hmm. i actually haven't thought about that in 10 years like and now that you know to me what that kind of is an example of is people are posting blm right now and they should like it's it's a serious topic now in the same way, there's, and I'm not talking about everybody, but there's definitely a percentage of people that are still in that trend cycle where they're only really posting things to be, they don't want to be the yeah. one that's not. It, yeah. They don't yeah. want to be the one that's not for the popular movement. And it's like, be on the wrong side of history. They want to be able to look back, well, even if they didn't give a shit at all, so yeah. they don't care at all, but they're like, well, I posted a black picture on my Instagram. So, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I checked all my friends, Not did you shit. post? Did you post? And like everyone's like looking at these trendy that things to check people, hard. but like, do you actually care? Now, in some instances, I think you should care, but it's hard for some people that are so far removed from a certain subject to care. Yeah. Like, you know, even though they're really struggling in the States, there might be a, a small town in Northern Canada that's filled with Inuit people. They're a minority that have dealt with their own struggles. They're also probably potentially no black people in their town and they don't know their struggle. Mm -hmm. Do you think that population cares about BLM? Probably not. I'm just speculating on a theoretical group, but like the idea that if you're so far removed from a certain subject, it's hard for you to actually care more than the outrage trend of caring because we should all stand up for this. So who actually cares? And then you talk about awareness, like, yeah, I'm all for these things, but I forget that I'm for these things as soon as it's, you know, convenient. As yeah. soon as there's something Short-term else I want to do. <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah, I'm all about these things, but then I'm going to do coke on the weekend, you know. It's like, I'm for BLM until, I, oh, there was a funny picture I saw, though. And it's like, you know that it's still the same thing. Like, people only being careful about it when, it's con- when, they're, when they're thinking about it, and then they don't think about it when it's convenient. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, 
if you really cared, like we should, you know, we should all care. If we want to change this thing, we have to all care. But how many people really do? Because now you're you're also considering the contrast between your public beliefs that mm -hmm. you want people to think of you as a good person, you want to be a nice guy, so you're gonna push that, you know, civil rights movement. But do you actually care? Not most people probably, you know, I'm assuming, you know, I have a pretty good look on the world as far as like, I feel like most people are good people and do care, mm -hmm. but I know for sure there are some people that are just saying what they need to say yeah. so that people don't shame them for yeah. it and they can move on because like you said, the cancel culture is something yeah. to be afraid of. Yeah. I, I feel like it's, there's a difference between like caring enough to make a post about it because everyone else is versus like caring enough to put your phone down and then actually go out and physically do something about it. Like mm -hmm. not so very many people are willing yeah. to do that kind of thing with yes. respect to that for for me like i you look at my social media i don't i don't post about black lives matter i don't post about the asian hate and all that that's Politics like putting it putting it on there yeah. i don't i don't care about it for me in in chilliwack like after the george floyd got killed i they organized a black lives matter march here and i was like i don't know who i'm gonna go with I've never done one of these before but i'm gonna go i want, like i don't i don't really know how many black people are in Chilliwack, but like, I'll, I want to show my sport, see kind of what, what this is. So yeah. we go through the march. The biggest takeaway that I had from it is that it wasn't about, uh, it wasn't specifically about black people worrying about each other. It was about everybody worrying about everybody. Because in, in Chilliwack, we have a, a much higher First Nation like uh, population. First population than we do black people. So we... Like the march went from uh, Chilliwack Senior down through uh, through like really fucking bold alleys, like I think Bull <laughs> Avenue Bull and Avenue, like yeah. like the Pumper Corners, like the not good yeah. spots, yeah. and then uh, led down to uh, the party in the park right beside okay. uh, Central, and we all kind of circled around because this is still masks like at the beginning of COVID, and uh, the organizers were talking, and then the people that went up to talk, almost all of them were. First Nation. There's a couple, couple black, uh, black women that went up and they kind of talked about the way that they were treated at different workplaces, mm -hmm. uh, how they were treated in public, and like going to take a taxi and being told like, like, hey, can you empty your pockets before you come in so I know you don't have anything. That's wild. It's like I've never even heard that before. I've never even been asked if I have money before I get in a cab. So they they were talking about this and the whole time all I was thinking is that everybody is all the people that are going against Black Lives Matter. Like the the big the big one was saying all lives matter. All lives matter is a way fucking better name for this. Like this isn't an argument about a difference. It's the whole idea of Black Lives Matter is that all lives matter and the black people in this especially in this situation are getting kneeled on their necks and they're dying. So this is why it's there. Yeah. Saying all lives matter is exactly like there shouldn't be well, a fight. I I had an issue with people calling it all lives matter because you're trying to take away the spotlight of like an actual issue that was happening in that moment where I feel like so many people are dealing with so many different things in their lives that as soon as an issue gets brought up, they can relate to it, but then they also want to interject with how it relates to them and like why their problem also matters. Mm. So like of course all lives matter, but in that moment, black lives fucking mattered and that's what people were talking about mm -hmm. so it kind of there was like a shift at one point where it went from this protest about all or black lives matter and then it was like black lives matter versus all lives matter and then that's kind of what the issue turned into of like well what really yeah. matters most and then all of a sudden blue lives matter and it's like yeah like everyone's kind of missing the point of like 
why it was there. Yeah. So, so for me, I, I I agree with that to a point. But what what I'm meaning is that if if the whole idea was all lives matter, when the George George Floyd incident, then everybody can go together saying like part of all lives matter is that Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. in it. Then like right now with all the Asian hate, like different different Asian people are getting attacked in the states because they somehow caused. COVID, even though they've lived, most of them have lived here their whole lives. Yeah. Yeah. So now that All Lives Matter can focus completely on the Asian community. You don't need to make a brand new one that goes against Black Lives Matter. Now you're talking about Asian Lives Matter. Yeah, I, that, think, I think that's the only thing is that Black Lives Matter is polarizing because it spe- specifies who they, who they care about. Mm-hmm. If you had All Lives Matter, now there's no spe- specification. Whoever is being attacked, can you can change yeah, your kind that, of Yeah, that I fully agree with. Like, I feel like like if if the Black Lives Matter is kind of what started this whole like like what what's more important Black Lives or All Lives, if that kind of started it off, if from here on out every single protest then was kind of All Lives Matter and it didn't really matter who specifically it was about because it's not about the race that it's happening to, even though that might have been what kicked it off. But it's like yeah no All Lives Matter. That's why everybody's pissed about this. Yes. So we want to all together fix mm-hmm. this situation, right? So that I, I fully agree with, uh, and like moving forward, if that was kind of like the general theme, anytime something bad happened, or like yeah. like how would we relate that to then school shootings, or like like how do mm-hmm. we do all lives matter with sh- school shootings, and like yeah, but I, I fully agree that it really isn't about one type of person; yeah. it yeah. really is everyone together working together. Yeah, I I feel like to your point, Kyle, like if the if when the movement first came out. If it wasn't called BLM, if it was called All Lives Matter, we would have accepted it just the same. Yeah. I feel like everyone still would have understood that we're talking about it, Black that, Lives exactly. at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think because it's Black Lives Matter, there's a certain demographic of people that have a hard time understanding the point and taking things in a very literal basis. And yeah, yeah. I'll explain what I mean about it in a second. But an analogy that I think we talked about because we talked about BLM like early in the podcast like months ago when it was more relevant um and the analogy that i brought up then that you know is really relevant is like you know if you have your three kids and they're all playing in the backyard you love your kids uh, if one of them gets stung by a bee you know you're gonna come in they're crying you're gonna come bring them in give them love take care of them it's not that you don't care about all of your kids in that moment but one of them's hurt and that's the one that we need to take See, care that's of at the a moment. Great, great point. And I feel like that's a real simple way of understanding it. But because of the the idea of taking things so literally, mm. the reason why that all lives matter um, is almost seen as a combative when it shouldn't be combative. It should be all encompassing. But like you're saying that they seem opposed yeah. to each other is because all lives matter paints the brush that you know all lives matter, which I think at its heart is the point of BLM is that all lives matter including black people. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are like, you know, like, I guess a, there's there's a, a topic that I recently you know, watched on YouTube that they were talking about, you know, some ladies, uh, and was inspired by the Billie Eilish thing where she was like, you know, men are so weak. Mm. You know, there's a certain group of people that just think, ha, we're talking about, you know, guys when they're looking at a hot girl, you know, men are weak. But like, I didn't take that personally. Like I'm weak. Yeah. But there's certain people like not all men are weak, and they start talking about men invented this, men invented. You don't have to prove to me that yeah. you're strong. That wasn't the point of the conversation. When they say all men, they're not talking about all men. <laughs> they're talking about all men have the potential to. 
And I think that's the thing is taking something so literally, it can it can be you know, it, it's 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 very sticky ground because you have to hold people accountable to what they say. And I think if people speak too generally, then there's there's problems that can occur from that, and you need to be specific. But I think understanding when someone's saying something like Black Lives Matter, just because they're saying that does not necessarily mean they're saying that other lives don't matter. And in the same way that just when they say that you know all men are weak. They're talking about in a specific context, there's a certain group of men that are weak. I'm mm-hmm. not saying all men are weak. But yeah. See, that's that's where like the the left side has just terrible marketing because you, you're going to specify that black lives matter, specify that all men are weak, but everybody's supposed to take that as, no, not all of them. Not only this. You're supposed, everybody else is supposed to infer what you mean when you said specifically whereas if you start out general there there's no argument to saying all lives matter if you say all lives matter and we're focusing on like this incident black people we're focusing on them right now but all lives matter there's no argument you can make against that where if you specify black lives matter and then say it like the, the big one is a white guy gets killed oh nobody's gonna talk about that because it's only black lives matter it's not it's not actually true people do care still but because you were willing to go specific right off the bat you've you relegated yourself to only being able to say this because if all lives did matter you wouldn't have started with just black and this isn't just my opinion but if you were looking at it as a general populace you specifically said that these are your words this is what your marketing team you made everything mm-hmm. come out say this it wasn't it wasn't off a whim it wasn't on a podcast you chose to do this. You made your group to be specifically here. I guess, you know, to play devil's advocate, I would think that now we have to th- have a conversation about human history. Over human history, it's been all-encompassing. They've said, yeah, we're all, you know, it's a free country. Every man is free. But things aren't always as they're said. Mm-hmm. They say all men are free, yet some men are slaves. They say everyone is equal and has rights. Yet women only recently get the right to vote. So even though your point is true in a modern age, assuming that everything's good now, you have to be specific to not be too general to make the point, you know, to like really get along. But like we've over history, they've tried the strategy of saying everybody, but but in everybody, there's still some people that don't. And that's the problem that I think that there's. The idea, I think that they're trying to do a, things differently because what we've done in the past hasn't worked because we're still in this situation. I, for that, they they literally said in the rules that like in the history that black people were not allowed to vote. That was a specific thing. It, they didn't say all lives matter. They said white lives matter. Black people and women aren't allowed to vote. So they specified that they weren't supposed to. Then they eventually spe- took that specification out to start encompassing people. But I do understand it's a hundred percent. Most of the time, everybody's known white lives have matter. It, it, it's not something that's like a brand new concept to people now. But I, I I do agree they need to spotlight black people because of the fact that the history and all the things. It's just that if they wanted to market it so that they weren't getting hate, hated by people, they wouldn't say they wouldn't specify somebody that's like a, a race that's predominantly been hated their, their whole lives. So it also might have been a smart marketing tool from what we were talking about earlier is that 
people care about things that they hate. People care about things that make them angry. So if you say specifically black lives, some people will start saying blue lives, say all lives. But every time they say that, it leads you back to black lives matter. So that might just be a marketing tool that, well, I don't, that gets them to go there. I don't know. I don't think they would have, like, I don't, I don't think there was a group of people kind of like, okay, if we, if we specifically make it black lives, there's going to definitely be other people who don't agree with that, and that'll be part of our marketing content. But, but uh, that's it's definitely, like, we, inevitable. If we had the three of us, like, that, that's where my mind would have went. So it might have been that one person kind of had, like, yeah, maybe this would be a good idea for this. There's obviously so many more reasons for everything else, but that might have been just, like, a little touch of the yeah. back. Well, see, okay, so I, th- I see two scenarios in my head from, like, this, this past conversation we just had. So speaking in, like, from the history, there's... Let's just start off with, there's like, there's two families. One family is like, all these kids are playing and the parents are only focusing on one group of kids and the other kids are off in the distance. And it's like, who cares about those? And that's kind of how it was back in the fifties where like black people couldn't really vote. And it's like, just ignoring those people, they're not really as important. So someone walking into that situation, like, hey, why are you ignoring these people? Like they're, they're all part of the family. Um, so that's like a different context that's hard to relate to nowadays because it nowadays it's almost like in this specific scenario of Black Lives Matter, there's this group of kids, someone gets a bee sting and the, they're focusing on that one thing like, oh, you're important right now because you're in pain. But of course, every all the other kids are still important. But now it's like this thing where other people are walking into this scenario or like walking in on this backyard going, hey, why the fuck are you only paying attention to that one kid? Like, you should be paying attention to all these other kids. And it's like this out-of-context scenario where you're just getting upset that, well, why is the focus all on this one person when it should be everyone? Where, like you're saying, this one person has a bee sting. That's why the parents are focusing on this one kid, or that's why this movement is focused on this one scenario where, of course, all, like, as a whole, everyone does matter, but you're not gonna see one kid get a bee sting and then tell the whole family everyone come in for a hug like we're, we're all here together like we're all we're all important it's uh that's not really a scenario i would really i can see happening like in a, in a realistic sense right if uh if someone's hurt you're gonna address that person with the pain and i, I feel like a lot of people don't understand that because you're looking at it from the outside going, well, why are they paying attention to that person when there's everyone else around, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a really touchy subject because there's so many different components to it. But the hardest thing to understand is because we're not black, we're looking at this scenario going, well, how come how come it's all about that one person who is in pain that one time? It's like we, yeah. we should all be concerned about everyone, right? But yeah. And, I, and I, I think it, it almost has kind of relations to list you know everyone over the last 10 years has been trained to listen for exclusionary language Mm -hmm. and by that i mean like when i say when you say all black lives matter black lives but there's other lives too and like you can use that example for so many things and over the years as this cancel culture and woke culture has developed it started there right it started with people saying things well you know I guess you could take it back to a race, you know, racism where they're like, well, black people, it's like, well, not all black people, but you're listening for that exclusionary language where mm-hmm. you're like, how is that overgeneralizing or, you know, discounting or not including like that kind of language is something that we've started here. And like, you know, especially me going to like a liberal university, you have to say all your pretexts of not to discount this or not to, you know, not consider this person or this person or these scenarios 
but and then you can say what you want to say because we're so keen on listening for that language then you have something like blm come out and you hear black lives matter and then after in your head you're thinking well what about the other lives so i understand why that Mm. could yeah so like it's both sides are 100 percent valid and correct in their reasoning where the people who are saying all lives matter 100% correct and the people who are saying black lives matter are also 100% correct but they're both focused on different scenarios where the people who are saying black lives matter they're focused on the kid who has the bee sting where the people who are saying all lives matter are focused on hey you should focus on all these kids not just the kid with the bee sting right now so it's both scenarios are Two, 100% correct Two sides opinion. with too big of egos to admit that they're both right. <laughs> they, they want one of them to be wrong, but they're both but saying you, the exact well, same message, just one side, one's on one side of the fence, the other one's on the inside. Yeah, well, I feel like it's, yeah, like, grass is green on the other side. Everyone sees things from different perspectives of, like, people... Everyone's dealing with so many things on a personal level that when they relate to certain problems, they relate to their own personal problems kind of thing like it's it's it it turns into a personal issue so then when other people don't understand that you're relating your personal issues to this cause that gets that one person upset about it so then there's like there's a multitude of problems happening all at the same time but the only line of communication is okay well which problem is more important when people's reasoning for supporting those specific causes could be an infinite amount of reasons right so it's, it's too hard to communicate on those those scenarios. And to throw this full back circle, starting about Joe, Joe Rogan's comments, the reason that it was... <laughs> I, the, like, I after this discussion, that. it kind of clicked in my head more. The reason that it's so polarizing why he was getting hate on it is be, the same idea as Black Lives Matter. White guys can't talk. It's not just white guys that woke people go for. It's not white males. It's not white women. It's not black women. It's not Latino women. It's anybody and everybody that says something that somebody doesn't agree with. Mm-hmm. So that's where he he specified white white guys can't talk, even though he's the highest paid talking white guy there is around yeah. right now. <laughs> so it, it's kind of, it's something where it's you have so many people that can com- easily say no. White guys have always been able to talk. They've always been able to. Yes, now maybe some people can't talk as much, but also. Like the guy said earlier, Charlemagne the God, black guy, he always gets hated on, always tries to get canceled for different things because of different takes that he's had. He's not a white male, he's a black male. So that's the biggest thing is the actual inclusion of everybody and not not thinking that you're special. Like you as a white guy, you as a black guy, you as a black woman, whatever. You're not special in the fact that woke culture will only go after you, they'll go after anybody. And it's not just woke. For black people, there's a racist, for there's... Like, there's different black people that will only be together with another black person through a black power. It's not because they don't like white people, it's just for specific reasons. So, if you if you choose to divide yourself and say that you're the only one being attacked, you're going to have a whole bunch of people that say, like, what about my issues? Mm-hmm. I, 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 can't get a, I can't get a job here because that guy's got a swastika tattoo on his shoulder. Why are you complaining about being able to not being able to talk when you're telling me this to a mi- millions and millions of people? So I think that's where the big one is, is that he didn't include everybody in that encompassing uh, conversation. Yeah. This, the world's too connected for us to be able to include people, and yeah. I think everyone needs to start to understand that a little bit better, where it's like, maybe I'm just talking about one specific thing in my specific scenario, yes. so if it doesn't right. apply to you or if it pisses you off, maybe this isn't for you yeah, kind I of wasn't thing, right? Like, you, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I, uh, I think that is uh, a good place to end it. We've run out of time for today. Yeah. But, uh, I, think, I think it was good. That was, that was deep, a fun conversation. Deep discussion topic today, but uh, we thank you guys if you stuck around at the end. Um, and we'll, uh, <laughs> you know, it can get a little sticky sometimes when we get political, but uh, uh, once again, uh, you can follow Matt on all the social medias. We'll have his links in all of the uh, descriptions for everything, and uh, thanks for coming out again today. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's... It's Have a good day. Uh, Talk our way out. <laughs> hey, you, going. Know, you know what it is. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>